Welcome to the open heart experience. Why do I look really big and you look really it's small? I'm back <laughs> there we go. Are we even now? <laughs> yeah, we're even. <laughs> ah, so our second episode. How do you feel like the first episode went? I think it went well. I do well. too. Um, I like how the conversation went. It kind of. Um, I feel like we got into some deep stuff without even having a plan of what we were going to talk about. Yes. By the way, I have Agreed. my water in the best dog <laughs> ever cup. I love it. I think, I think just watching back our first one, I learned a lot. Learned a lot about how about we interact. About podcasting. Oh. No. <laughs> I was no, going to no, no. say how I already we interact. Know, I already know that, like the back of my hand. <laughs> I need to stop with these phrases because I don't actually know them. Um, oh, I say like a lot. And we can't be sniffing in the microphone. That's not gonna. That's not gonna work. Like I said, we are literally still mucus machines. Two and a half yeah. weeks after. It's my first day with cold. no cold medicine. I think another thing too is this is something. So I'm I was, a little stuffy. No, hold on. Sorry. That this is my point right here. There's something I was doing and something you were doing is we need to not talk over each other. One, it makes for terrible TikTok clips to take from the podcast. Two, it hurts my brain. And three. Story of my life. (laughs) You do it all the time. Okay. But also, here's the thing. With ADHD, if you interrupt me in the middle of a thought, I was watching, like when we were watching the video version of our podcast, Mm -hmm. I kept remembering what I wanted to say when you interrupted, but it never got said. Yeah. And it was good things to say. Or like I never finished a thought because you interrupted me. So we just have to wait our turn. Maybe we should use these like the talking sticks. Well, I think we really should try to just be like active listeners and like not even try to think. This is like something that happens and not just like in our podcast, but like in every conversation with like pretty much everyone. Oops, I did it. In in RL, IRL, in real life. We're like, we're always just thinking of what we're going to say next that we're not actually like actively listening yeah you're listening to respond not to listen and i think it's just about having like trust that when you're done talking after i'm done fully listening to it and taking it all in and processing it then i will know something to say also they're working in the apartment next door to us so if and you the hear, walls are so damn thin in this bitch if you hear a dog barking <laughs> You hear a dog barking. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Turn the volume down. (laughs) That will be the mindfulness cue to (sighs) dog barking. Okay. So let's get right into it. I was joking, but you were fully dead No. I I think that we need to use it as a mindfulness cue. Anyway, let's get right into it. We posted a clip of, again, the elephant in the room. (laughs) You want to do it? Ready? The elephant in the room is the trolls on social media after our our first clip of our podcast posted as a reel on Instagram. Should that be our theme? The elephant in the room? That's what we should have (laughs) called our podcast. Because we always say that, but it's not actually an elephant. (laughs) We are walking elephants in the room. No, not walking. We are living elephants. I love elephants. They're so smart. We are the elephants in the room, and they are so cute. I love their little, like, the way they pick things up with their... Oh. Yeah, their little nose gripper. <laughs> and their toes are so cute. <laughs> their little I feet. I do not like their skin texture. That I do not like. Well, good thing we don't have an elephant that you have to touch all the time. <laughs> I wish we did, though. Okay, but the trolls on social media. I'm just going to own my shit, okay? Own it. I took it way too damn personally. Oh, yeah. Because I'm not used to this. I don't have a social media presence. Mm-hmm. And if I do, I'm just like, ooh, look at my ring. And you don't see my face, you know? Mm-hmm. Or like behind the scenes footage of making jewelry. Mm-hmm. It's not like. And, and it's our, all niche. It's all like jewelry niche. Yeah. Like people who see and it. our Hamada design stuff like doesn't have a huge, huge following yeah. yet. So you don't get the trolls on there yet, which I feel like. Deep down, maybe that's why I'm blocking it from getting bigger than Ooh. it can because I'm afraid of people criticizing me. Ooh. And, like, 
Well, for one, I'm going off on a tangent. Can we just get into it? Yeah. Okay. Wait, were you, you had something to say? Well, I was going to say like with jewelry making in general, like I took a very non-traditional path as opposed to someone who's like a bench jeweler, like you apprentice for like five years and then you just do repairs your whole life. And I don't want to do that shit. Boring. And in my apprenticeship, it was very much like, like I didn't, I was always trying to find new ways of doing things. And the person I learned from was very like traditional, which is great for him. It works for him, not for me. Not for you. And so I think I still have an insecurity that every time I do something that's like not normal, that it's not valid. What is he eating? (laughs) Leftovers. I think you brought some food up there with him. I put kibble in his ball. Yeah. And I think that is like the perfect like topic for today's episode is just not relying on the external validation because no matter what we do, like literally no matter what we do, we could be like the most praised, like best, most moral person in the whole entire world. And there there will still be someone who looks down upon you or someone who just doesn't get it. And that's because it's not about you, it's about them. And so going back to those comments that we don't even need to talk about like who it was or whatever, like- Oh, I wanna talk about okay, that. Okay, well we can talk about it. But <laughs> like, those, like those people are hurting so much inside themselves that they feel like they need to spend their day commenting on other people who they don't even follow posts on social media. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, like these are we people really... that are, <laughs> that's the first thing I look at is if they're following you or me and if they're not it's like are they just scrolling like, through random people's pages you? trying to find something that they can like talk down on yeah like and if so what the fuck like why like I can tell you why I'm trying not I, to say like as much if it, I if I'm buffering I'm just gonna buffer with no noise I'm not gonna say like is it a hypothetical why mmm Yes. Because I can say why. What is hypothetical for me? Are you just saying like why? Or did you mean rhetorical? Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm saying why, like why, bitch? Not explain to me. I want to explain. Like what the hell? Because there probably are some people out there who don't understand, and I think part of like the self love journey is beginning to realize that. Every single human being is flawed and imperfect. And there are so many people who, well, you know the saying, like, hurt people hurt people. And so, what are you doing? Put your phone down. We're busy. I need to turn this off. We're busy. We're podcasting. Mind your own business. My brain can do 20 things at once. Mine can't. See, now I lost my Tucker's staring at me, and it's so cute. It's so cute. Just keep going. I'm going to take a little clip of him staring at us while we podcast, okay? Okay, sounds good. Keep talking. Like, I'm half listening. We know the saying, hurt people hurt people, and it's so true, and please don't get me wrong, it doesn't make it okay, it doesn't make it acceptable, but we have to understand that the reason people act out in the way that they do, whether it's through something as small and, like, stupid as a trolling social media comment or maybe it's like something way bigger and something that's like more like has more of an effect on other people in the world we have to start looking at people's intentions and realize that they're acting out of their own pain they're acting out of their own suffering they're acting out because they are trying to get some sort of validation and this kind of goes back to what we talked about in the previous episode of like everyone is living with trauma and again yeah we can hold both truth that this is unacceptable and this isn't right and i can see why they're doing that i don't think it's one or the other it's not like oh this person is terrible because they did blah 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 and oh i totally 100 percent forgive this person for what they did because i can see that i think you have to hold no, both those truths it's called discernment you can not agree with someone, understand where it's coming from, and also not engage with it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So going back to what I was saying, that I 
actually mid sentence when we were doing our first podcast I had the thought going through my head that like people were going to see this because it's on like we're doing it together and you have a following mm-hmm. and I just like was it scary? <laughs> when I get when I get a little nervous or panicky my legs go numb <laughs> and I just remember sitting there and I'm like there goes my legs <laughs> they got a little wobbly and I was just kind of thinking like oh shit we're doing this now, which is what I wanted to do, but it was like scary because people aren't the nicest on the internet. And being behind a screen gives you a lot of confidence to say whatever the fuck you want to say with no filter, which people don't understand these days that there's still another person behind the other screen. Mm-hmm. And either they don't understand it or they don't care or what, like you said, it's all rooted in their own insecurities and their own traumas. But I'm just saying that I think I might be blocking things from expanding the way that I want them to just because I'm afraid of the trolls. And that's silly because... It's so silly. They're literally random-ass people that we don't even know, that don't even know me, which sucks for them. They like, know, we're cool. We're they fun. Know, those people know a 10-second blurb of your entire life. Which, which the those blur- 10 second <laughs> blurbs, those were pretty funny. We're just like, we were being we're serious. Yeah, like we're just goofing. Like, <laughs> I can't, I can't. Okay, but what I did want to say, I think you covered pretty much all of like why you shouldn't let it bother you. But at the same time, we're human mm-hmm. and we have these emotions mm-hmm. and these little spidey senses that when someone's being mean to us we shut down where we deal with it however we deal with it and yesterday for me that was (laughs) posting about it in my stories (laughs) and i think and i honestly there's a part of me that was judging myself for doing that but at the same time after i did that i was like this shit is so stupid but it was also can i say something comedy can i say something i have two things to say Maybe. If you're going to be mean to me, I'm No, sensitive. I'm not going to be mean. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing is that I think this is like a cycle for you. And I feel like a lot of people are like this. Like, I'm not just saying you. But, like, you had to – you felt the need in order to, like, resolve it. You felt the need to post about it on your social media to receive another form of validation no. that you were seeking. No? I don't think I wanted validation. I'm kind of over that. Then why did you, why did you feel like in order to process that you needed to put it – on your Instagram story? Mm. Well, part of it was that everyone thinks that, well, everyone posts, for Instagram at least, like it's a highlight reel, you know? Yeah. They just post like all the good stuff. All the good. Mm-hmm. So when I complain about stuff on my stories, it's mostly to be like, hey, social media is stupid. Like, we're still human beings living our lives. Okay, and this was yeah, a shitty thing that happened. That. Mm-hmm. Which, that was probably, like, 10% of why I did it. So, what's the, what's the I don't. I don't think it was validation. I just think that, like, my instant... <laughs> I'm a very, like, verbal processor. Oh, and you're yes. not. Yes, yes, you're yes. an internal processor. Like, I need to talk things through or, like, journal some way to, like, get my thoughts outside of my body to process them. And so I think that helped. I also texted one of my friends who also has a social media presence. And she pretty much said the same thing as you. Like, they're literally strangers. And yes, they say mean stuff. And it hurts sometimes. But at the same time, like, kind of feel sorry for them. Because to do something like that, you have to be in a like just, pretty shitty space Just imagine in how much pain one has to be in to literally, like, be doing something like that. And how much energy it takes, oh too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And how consuming it is. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the people that don't follow either of us. I know. That are just scrolling to try and find a problem well, to call Instagram has, like, the worst. I always get... Like, whenever I have, like, a reel on Instagram Remember that goes that viral, one? it's, like... It's, like, the worst. Like, TikTok commenters, like, they're just, like... It's just, like, Gen Z. Like, it's super funny. Like, it's not serious at all. You good, bro? And one thing I want to add, too, is, like, if someone does something that hurts you or says something hurtful like it's not wrong to feel upset about that like that goes back to like the ego and the fact that your ego is just trying to keep you alive 
And it literally goes back to survival because when someone says something that is offensive to you, your ego takes that as as a threat pretty much to your livelihood and to your survival. Mm -hmm. And so we don't need to like shame ourselves for feeling upset that someone says something to us. And again, it kind of goes back to like having those two truths, like, yes, this is not okay. And yes, I can see that this person is in a lot of pain. Are you okay? Yeah, I just think your microphone is on the wrong side. Uh oh. Oh, no. oh shit. We might need to pause this. <laughs> pause it, pause it, and just listen. We're taking a brief break. Okay, we're back. We're back. Thanks for the brief intermission. This bitch didn't want to do, do a sound check. He's like, no, it's fine. Let's just do Let's it. Let's do it. Friggin' Aries. My microphone was upside down the whole time. I was looking at your buttons, and I'm like, your buttons don't look like my buttons. <laughs> and then I saw the speaker. I'm like, why is your speaker by your finger? So I do apologize if the audio quality in the first 15 minutes of this <laughs> podcast wasn't superb. Mine was good. We're working out the kinks. Working off the kinks? Working out the kinks. What did you say? Off? Oh, I said out. We're working them out. Oh, my ears are still a little stuffy. That's okay. Okay, so what were you talking about? Like, Trolls? <laughs> like they're literally just little trolls under a bridge like actually under a bridge because they don't know us they don't know us and we don't know them and we don't know them and this can i say i want to add something i know yeah. you had a thought Go i don't ahead. remember okay. what my thought was that was a long time ago so one of the ways that i try to work through this and to process something like as simple as like a little Instagram comment or just like someone flipping you off in traffic or just like like someone acting out of like aggression or anger or pain or suffering is to do your best to yes allow yourself to feel however it makes you feel and also see if you can cultivate that compassion for that person because that's what they need. They don't need more hate. They don't need yeah. you to fight back with more hateful words because that's why they're doing it because that's all they know. Mm -hmm. And so one of the ways that I really cultivate compassion is through like um, meta meditation or also known as like loving kindness meditation. Mm -hmm. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? It's just... I get annoyed when you always say that meditation is how you deal with things because that doesn't work for some people. I understand Can we touch that. on that? Well, I understand that. And also... Don't put your hand on the buttons. Have you, have you tried meta meditation before? I have, and I have ADHD, so it's very hard for me to focus. So mm -hmm. my version of meditation is very different than yours. Yeah, so let me just get into meta, meta meditation. It's a meta. it's a form of um, like a Buddhist meditation, and essentially what you do is you get. <laughs> I can't take you seriously talking about meditation with your fire glasses on. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, my ego is a little bit hurt by what you said just a few minutes ago, where you interrupted what I was saying, speaking from the heart. Apologies. And instantly said that meditation doesn't work for everyone. It doesn't. And also... I'm being inclusive. <sighs> Just keep going. And also, this is such a powerful way to cultivate compassion. And it takes more than just one time doing this. What? You keep touching the button and it's stressing me out. Oh, the button. I didn't touch the button. I'm down here. Well, you, you were touching the button. <laughs> Are you mad at me? I'm going to have to do a meta meditation for <laughs> you during this podcast episode. I'm irritable today. It's because you got your fire glasses on. Should we stop? Deep breath. Are you good? I'm good. Okay. I really want to share this form of meditation because I try to live by just being love and seeing love in everyone. And this is a really powerful way to do it, even if you don't normally meditate. 
this is just sort of like a visualization practice that you could do and really just starting to feel what compassion feels like inside of your body so that you can be able to project the outward. So what you're going to do is you're going to sit in a meditative position. You could do it cross-legged, you sit on the couch, sit on a chair, you could even do it standing if you want. You could do it with your eyes open, you could do it with your eyes closed, you could do it walking, whatever works for you because I understand that meditation doesn't work for everyone. And you're going to start by thinking of someone, you could even do something, but since we're kind of talking about like bringing compassion to people specifically right now, think of someone in your life who you just feel a lot of immense love and gratitude for. So in my life, I'll think of you, I'll think of Tucker, my mom, my dad, and I just really try to uh-huh. feel like what that love feels like inside of my body when I think of them, when I think of how much I love them. I often notice that there will be like a little tingliness, maybe in my heart. I kind of notice it going to spread throughout my chest and just really take a few deep breaths to focus on that sensation. And then you could start bringing that compassion elsewhere. So you could do it towards yourself if you're having a difficult time with yourself um, and just try to imagine yourself and imagine that sensation of love and compassion spread as you're thinking of yourself and where the real practice comes in is when you start to think of those who you might have like a challenge with or a difficulty with yeah where you might have beef with and so just seeing the you in them seeing the human in them seeing the imperfections in them for what they are and i'm not going to get into like the full um, no, you can look these up on YouTube. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of places that you can find. And a resource that I would love to recommend is I think it's either Tara or I don't know how to say her name. Tara or Tara Brock. Uh, she's a Buddhist meditation teacher, and she also has like a podcast and does a lot of like speaking events and things like that. Um, an incredible resource on this specific type of meditation, and just really cultivating compassion for everyone in general and i'd love to do like a full entire episode on compassion at another time but i just wanted to share something that you can use if you're finding you're having a little bit of a difficulty with anyone in your life whether it be an instagram troll or something a little bit more serious yes and i think for me I think you touched on what I was trying to say, is that the word meditation can be scary because when you think of a meditation, you think of like sitting still and closing your eyes and being quiet, but meditation can be anything where you're being mindful. You know what I mean? Like whatever Mm -hmm. you need to do to get into a mindful state Mm -hmm. is meditation. Mm -hmm. So for me, like if I want to do a meditation, I might like go for a walk and listen to it or something Mm -hmm. like that so you know just do what works for you but also what helps me with like when someone triggers me is to kind of just let it let myself feel it because I think oh yeah the first thing that you tend to do or that I tend to do is be like why am I letting this bother me like I thought I wouldn't get triggered by these things anymore like I know where this is coming from I know why it's triggering me why is it still bothering me but that's just part of the human experience these little things trigger you and yeah and it goes back to tickle at the wounds that you have Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so you kind of for me it's just helpful to be like wow okay that triggered me and then accept it feel it and then tapping back into like the compassion part just think of that person and think of what they they might be going through mm-hmm. to say something mm-hmm. like that or to say something mean or, I don't know, any sort of encounter you have that's icky. And almost always, like, uh, 99.9% of people genuinely believe in their hearts that they're doing the right thing. Absolutely. It doesn't make it morally correct. It doesn't mean that you have to agree with it. But if you could just look at that and see, like, without all the facades and the layers that they put on, if you can just see that core intention inside of them, I feel like it's a lot easier to cultivate that compassion for them. Mm-hmm. And also, a lot of times, things are a misunderstanding. Like, I, I, I'm i not going to lie. I was, like, 
about to just in the podcast when you cut yeah, me you off were about the meditation. Yeah, you real pissed off over there. And that's because like, I could see it in your eyes. <laughs> that's because meditation is like a core part of my daily life. And I saw it as a threat. And then as we talked a little bit more, it turns out it was all just a big misunderstanding. Not that, a misunderstanding. You just took it personally and it wasn't personal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we but were literally what, saying the same thing. But what I'm trying to say <laughs> is that like most of the time, it's just a misunderstanding. It's a miscommunication. It's like you not understanding their intentions, them not understanding your intentions. And it's like... Or just living in two different worlds. Yeah. And if we could just zoom out and just realize that inside of us is the same as inside of them yep we're all just doing our best we're all just trying to survive in this crazy hectic world and yes some people express that differently and sometimes that looks like harming other people which again doesn't make it right it doesn't make it okay and understanding what is going on with them allows us to hold compassion for them because we can't if we want to bring more love into the planet we can't be putting out hatred into the planet exactly agree agree 10 out of 10 uh the only way forward is to love everyone because everyone deserves love and the people who troll other people they're just they need more love if they were acting from a place of abundant love they wouldn't be spreading that hate mm-hmm. you know yeah and it's really powerful when you can like understand that like like embody that and i think let's just clarify like what love is because i think a lot of people based it's not on, like kissy kissy no, it's like, goo goo gaga <laughs> it's like I think it's just gratitude and appreciation for every human being on the planet. Yeah, it's seeing the beauty in everything and everyone mm-hmm. and being appreciative of that beauty. And I think it's hard to describe what love is because it's more of like a feeling and mm-hmm. a like an a gnosis. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a new word. See, it's the perfect word to describe it. <laughs> I just used that because it boggled my brain last time. Okay, but I think that concludes that topic, wouldn't you say? Yes, and I think this brings us into the other thing that we wanted to talk about today was like relying on that external validation. Because if we're always trying to seek that from other people, we're always going to be let down. Oh, absolutely. And I think a year ago, that probably would have bothered me much more. The comment? For longer, yeah. Yeah. Well, both comments. Yeah. Which I want to talk about the other comment, too and cancel culture and gatekeeping okay go ahead oh right now i well let me finish that thought i was just saying that over the past year i've done a lot of like inner work and inner healing and i feel that i've gained a lot of confidence from that and that confidence is just knowing myself knowing who i am and not being afraid of it yeah afraid to show it and just just that internal validation mm-hmm. and it's so hard for like anyone like for us to tell you how to achieve that inner confidence and that like equanimity of just you like can't. being okay with yourself it's it's a process that you have to go through you just have to live it it's a lifelong process sorry i'm talking over you no that's okay part of it is healing through past wounds and traumas part of it is staying true to with what you're saying and following through with with the goals you set and things like that and then there's just so much more to it um that's just not even scratching the surface no it's it's it's, a lifelong journey and i think it's really just authenticity and being true to yourself mm -hmm. but i know that at first it was hard for me to know what that was because it was buried so deeply yeah definitely so you just gotta start somewhere Start with what you have now. mm -hmm. How can you love yourself now? What can you love about yourself now? Just think about that for a sec. Like, what right now can you love about yourself? 
And for some people, it might be really hard to think of something. So maybe just try to sit with that, make it your intention throughout your day. Maybe just one thing that you love so much about yourself. And if that's difficult to find within yourself, think about like the people that are closest to you, what you love about them. And whatever that quality is, think of how that can be related to you and how Mm. that might be a part of you also. Mm -hmm. Because the people around you, they're mirrors, right? Yeah. And what am I trying to say? What you're trying, can I, can I help you? You're, I think you're trying to say that like, well, first off, it's impossible to live with love and compassion until you know how to cultivate that within yourself and for Mm -hmm. yourself. Um, Which is why I said that if you're having trouble finding something you love about yourself, what do you love about the people you love most? Yeah. And because what you love about them, you also love about yourself. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's something that you carry through with yourself too. Mm -hmm. Like, let me think of an example. Mm. You're on the spot. Well, it's just so hard to think of something. What do you love about me? Your silliness. And you're also just as goofy. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that was a goofy example, but it's cuz we're goofy. <laughs> yeah. I think or like what do I love about Tucker? He's just so present, and I can be that way too sometimes. Do you see what I'm saying? Like everything around you is a direct reflection of what you already have inside or you wouldn't love that thing or know to love ooh, that thing ooh, because it's ooh. already in you. Mm-hmm. There it is. This is something that I talked about in that um, master class I created. Um, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank on what I called it, but it was about, it's called the self-love masterclass. Um, just about like cultivating self-love and it's like that <coughs> self-love, like that love is, all, it's, it's, it's inside of you right now and there's just something blocking it. It doesn't mean that that love is outside of you for it to be found. It's just there's something inside of you that is making it just a little bit harder for you to see that love. And so by being aware of the things that you love externally, it can also help you become aware of the things that you love internally because Mm -hmm. as above, so below. What's within us is outside of us. What's outside of us is also within us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. What did you want to say about... Cancel culture. Ooh. Also, not rooted in love. Why is that? Because here's the thing about cancel culture. We're humans, right? We do some questionable shit sometimes because we're humans. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that canceling someone for one thing that they did like 20 years ago depending on the severity okay <laughs> yeah like there's obviously a spectrum okay. charter spectrum triple play okay sorry not spons <laughs> i can't i can't with myself today um you didn't laugh i'm offended no i'm waiting for you i feel like you have something good to say uh i don't think that canceling someone is the way to go if they're going to own their shit and say, yeah, that was fucked and it's not going to happen again, and they show that with actions, there's no reason to cancel them because you need to give everyone grace. I'm going to go one step further and say even if they don't own it, even if they don't like take responsibility, canceling them doesn't even give them the opportunity to change absolutely you just delete them from existence yeah. which is actually something that i have done in the past Ooh. slow motion this side <laughs> <laughs> and that was when my brain was very black and white like mm-hmm. right oop, i just touched it to my mouth that was probably Don't touch very it. loud Don't touch. Ah. apologies listeners or viewers wherever you are Uh, when my brain was very black and white, right and wrong, my way or the highway kind of thing, I was someone to be like, no second chances, fuck you. Like, if someone did this now, 
how how would they change why would they change Mm -hmm. you know and i think that's just because the way i grew up that's kind of the mentality that was around me and the people i was around didn't really change and it was very just like stuck in their ways kind of thing Mm -hmm. and so i think just breaking out of that i'm more able to see now that everyone deserves grace and space to like fix the things that they fucked up on so for example let's talk about can we talk about the comment if you want i don't want to give it any sort of like no i'm energy i think this is a topic that we need to cover okay like this is a sticky topic Well, we get canceled for this topic. You know what? You know what? If you want to cancel us, fucking cancel us. Like, cancel oh me, bitch. God. I don't care. What I want to I think to you say, said that in the last episode, too. Yeah, but we were talking over each other, and my mic was too far away, so okay. you couldn't really hear it. But, so, there was a comment about the chakras mm-hmm. on your arm. Mm-hmm. Chakras, however you want to say it. Mm-hmm. And I think... That where we are now, some of the, like, spiritual tattoos that we got, we wouldn't get now. Can I say it? Yeah. Literally all my tattoos, not just, like, my spiritual ones, if I, like, I wouldn't get them now. Like, I wouldn't have any tattoos on my body right now. And that's nothing against tattoos. I just don't feel a need to have it on my body. Mm -hmm. Yes. So. But, but can I add? I see my tattoos as, like, my own, I guess, like, spiritual process or, like, my self-awakening journey. Yeah. It's, like, little – it's, like, a timeline back into what you different were phases that we were in going that through. moment yeah. and why you got it. Yeah. And the reason I get tattoos is because I want to remember exactly how I was feeling in that moment and why mm-hmm. I got it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I have a Sanskrit term on my arm. And knowing what I know now, I probably wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah. Because I'm not... The only thing I know about Sanskrit is what I've learned from yoga. Like, I'm not in that culture. I'm not... I want to add something from white yoga. Am I going to get canceled for saying that? Just wait a sec. Just wait a sec. Table it, because you can. I cannot. Okay, okay, okay. True. I'll get back to that. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. So what I'm saying is that my awareness of like Sanskrit language and actual yogic culture was very whitewashed in itself. Mm -hmm. And knowing what I know now, I wasn't immersed in the culture. I don't completely understand it. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't have that tattoo on my arm Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. if I had that knowledge back then but i didn't and i am not gonna go get it lasered off of my arm one because that would really fucking hurt and two it's just a reminder of how far i've come yeah and how we are as people we're not taking little bits of different cultures and stripping away the roots of it and that's where i think the fine line with cultural appropriation is is if you understand the culture and you know that like it means something to you i think that's okay to get into those practices and those sorts of things like practice different yeah i don't think i don't think i don't think personally i can get in this conversation because i'm like a cis white male well you're jewish (laughs) okay you've been oppressed i haven't your people have ancestors yes. every time i say to you when you trigger me by saying something <laughs> about like racism i'm like that's real easy for a cis white male to say but i feel like you are kind of white passing because you're jewish no no is that too far i don't know don't say something that's going to get us canceled well this is something that I'm needs just, to be talked okay. about yeah and this is a place where we talk about the taboo and everything in between 
We should name the podcast Cancel Me Bitch. But for me personally, <laughs> I have not had any sort of struggles in my life based on the way I look. Correct. And so I don't think that I can have an opinion on this. Because I don't have an opinion. My on personal this. opinion, which is not everyone's opinion, and And we're open to all opinions. My the racism I've experienced is not even it's just the tip of the iceberg of the racism that other people experience. Mm-hmm. I feel like Asian hate is more low-key and under the surface mm-hmm. and just little jokes here and there. But I think it's... Ha- I think it's gotten worse. It's gotten worse the, since COVID. Are we allowed to say that? Now we're going to get a little tag on our video that says we talk about it. We can't say oh, that word. Roni. We can't say that word. The Rona. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> this is rough, man. Okay. Well, yeah, it has gotten worse after that. Yeah. And I think that that has also brought more awareness to how Asian people are oppressed in society. But it's also bad at the same time. And also but this country. I'm, the history is absolutely. not taught. My grandparents and family members were in concentration camps. Let me just say, that in our history book was a paragraph, two sentences long. Yeah, I think we barely learned about that. The you prop- only know the, the depths of it because of me. The propaganda machine does not want us to know that. I only know the depths of it because- this country is so great and so wonderful and no one is ever harmed at all in this country because we all have an equal, equal opportunity to do whatever we want which is don't cancel me that was sarcasm not true no that was sarcasm just if it didn't land (laughs) it's this country is so surface level it's insane like it's all sparkly and shiny on the outside but actually it's just a facade the same shit happens here it's just more like under the table, you know? In some instances. In other instances, there's always... I don't know. This is difficult I'm to I'm just letting about. you talk now. Well, <laughs> okay. Let me wrap this thought up about cultural appropriation. For me, as a Japanese person, I think that... Immersing yourself in a culture to learn about it and learn the actual truth about it shouldn't be looked down upon. I think there's a fine line between buying a kimono off of Shein or something and (laughs) wearing it for fashion when you don't actually know the roots of it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't think it's... Like, everyone should explore different cultures, but also there's this like gatekeepy behavior where we don't want to let anyone experience it and learn it for the like truly learn it mm-hmm. like instantly you see someone white i would personally if i saw a white person wearing a kimono i'd be like wow that's fucked but i don't know yeah i don't know if they maybe they lived in japan And they know about the culture and it means something to them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is hard to talk about because you're not going to say anything. Because you don't feel like you can. But just for me personally, I, with my experiences, I think there's a very fine line. And it's honestly just a tough conversation. Because it'll be different for everyone. You know? 100%. And I'm not going to speak on... A culture that isn't my own yeah because i don't, don't know, know. I, and how would i yeah i look how i look you look how you look and the world treats us I differently look fly with these glasses on though <laughs> the world treats us differently <laughs> because of it mm-hmm. and that's just the truth mm-hmm. and that has been something very hard for me to sit with what has like just how people are treated different yes oh my gosh i've experienced Absolutely. it firsthand in reno especially um, do you want to talk about white yoga now? Okay. Well, yeah, we can't name names. We're not. We're not naming names. We don't want like to be defamed over this. Oh my god. We don't want to be sued. 
Because people just love to sue. <laughs> that I have tried to immerse myself in Reno culture, like just the community, and I have not been accepted well. I accepted you. Thanks. <laughs> You're not very Reno culture, though. I just love the nature. It's my favorite part about Reno. Are you going to talk about it, though? What I'm saying, I feel like in big cities in general, not big cities, oh, well, cities. No, yeah, there's like way more power, culture. Core power yoga. Oh, or I thought we were talking about yoga. Core power. Isn't that like a chain and it's like hard yoga? I think that's like a, a protein shake also. Oh, maybe bleep that out. It's like a milk thing. What I'm no saying milk. about no dairy. going back to like Sanskrit and the yoga that I know. The yoga that I wanted to learn about was yoga. Was yoga. Like <laughs> all eight limbs. What I learned about here didn't even scratch the surface. And that's okay because that's all that's available here. I just don't think that they should be calling it yoga. No, it should be called it's not yoga. stretch exercise. Because <laughs> yoga itself is like a full-on embodiment. Yeah, of the whole entire practice. It's not the movements. Mm -mm. It's That's one little eensy-weensy piece. Mm -hmm. And... There's no, no studios around here that teach yoga. And truthfully, that's why I wanted this tattoo, because it reminded me of the roots of it. Ooh. You know? Mm -hmm. Even though I do feel kind of, like, insecure about it sometimes, because I'm like, that's could be perceived as fucked. We're all fucked. We're all fucked. <laughs> it's fine. Um, that is a reason. Because what it means is complete trust in the divine and that was the first time that term was the first time that clicked for me in my head and also trust. like the thing with that is like it's not just like trust in the divine it's like trust in the divine yeah like it's, Within a, it's yourself an embodiment and everything it's more yeah. than just what what the words are and i think it's like with sanskrit especially it's like the words don't just like mean the translation of them Mm -hmm. It's so much deeper than that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Great conversation. I feel like we're going to get canceled. Why? Because <laughs> we talked about some like very sticky things. Okay. Well, back to the comment and why we're even talking about this. Someone commented on the chakras on his arm. And like we said, looking back, we wouldn't feel the need to tattoo that on our body. Oh. But. Stop right there. Learn who, you who you're talking to before you call them out. That's, yeah, that's a good on point. On something that they're doing. Because if you're looking at it from over here, just outside of their bubble, mm -hmm. you don't know. Mm -hmm. You don't know. And I do want to say that everything that I, like, talk about on TikTok and everything that I, like, teach and, like, everything we talk about on this podcast is because it's, like, my own experience of it. And it's, like, my own embodiment of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good reminder for me, too, with getting triggered by other people in the Reno community getting treated differently than I do just because of how they look. I'll get back to that. But what I'm saying is before you try and cancel someone or think that they're doing something problematic, just kind of, like, take a breath and understand that you don't know them as a person. And if you do know them and you know that what they're doing is like fucked up, then yeah, feel free, call them out. But I think just take that moment to be like, hmm, is this person someone that would? It's just about being mindful before you're reactive. Exactly. That is the whole story here. And see. Being mindful. And see, that's why I tell you to practice mindfulness. Bitch, meditation. I practice mindfulness. <laughs> Just not in that way. <laughs> and it's just, it's about seeing the perfection in everyone's imperfections. Mm -hmm. And just knowing that they're, everyone's on a different, in a different stage of their life. And on everyone's on a different path. Mm -hmm. Everyone has completely different experiences than, like, than that you've had. Um, 
everyone is relating to the world differently than you are. Everyone is in their own paradigm, their own headspace. Mm-hmm. Everyone has different beliefs based on all of that. Yeah. And so I think it's about it's about seeing everything with a neutral perspective before you make a quick reactive judgment on it. And I think the person that commented that felt triggered like you were whitewashing his culture. And I completely understand that, Mm -hmm. why he would feel that Mm -hmm. way. But at the same time, if he met you and knew you, I don't think he would feel that way. No. And that's why it didn't bother me. Yeah. It bothered me way worse. (laughs) I know. Because I hate, I hate when people comment on your TikToks and say, easy for a white guy to say like yeah you're white but you're also aware you're socially aware and you're not gonna do something problematic because i know you and i know your heart yeah but they don't but that's okay i know but i just get protective like a mama bear they can think what they want because that's them that's their own reality and this Mm -hmm. goes back to what i literally just said how everyone has their own experiences Mm -hmm. and how they feel is completely valid and also it has nothing to do with me, and that's not okay. A, not a and thing. I just want to add that there's, like, it's not just about, like, completely disregarding all criticism. I think it's about understanding, okay, does this person actually know what's happening? Mm-hmm. Do they know my heart? And if so, if they have something to say that is important, then, yeah, listen to it. Mm-hmm. And I think there is also a fine line there with spiritual bypassing and like truly knowing that. Do you know what I'm saying? Please explain. So I think I know like what you're saying, but thinking elaborate that a you bit. know better than someone and critiquing them because of it or whatever, or putting yourself above them and saying that it's because like you're woke or aware or whatever but then still kind of hiding under those judgments and stuff. Is that making sense? Yeah, it's just like, it's Can you translate, Well, like fake spirituality. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like using, in quote, spirituality, because that term is so like, it's so nuanced. Yeah. But the whole term, like, spirituality is, like, it's just everyone uses that term now. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, there's some people who just use that as a mask to... To put yourself above someone else yeah. because you're on a, in quotes, spiritual path. But everyone's on a spiritual everyone's path. Everyone's on a spiritual path, no matter how aware of no. that they are but or not. Life is... Is inherently a spiritual path. Yeah, but what I'm saying is spiritual bypassing is like because you're on your spiritual path, you think that your path is better than someone else's. And that is so not the point. Mm-mm. And that's where the line is to like really truly know if like if you're coming from that place or not. Do you know what I mean? If your ego is running the show. The paradox of it all is if you're thinking that way, then really you're probably way less enlightened than someone who you're looking down upon. Absolutely. Someone who claims to be enlightened, not enlightened. (laughs) I'm not enlightened. It's like saying, it's like saying, it's like saying, oh, I'm a really good person. (laughs) If you have to say you're a good person. Then you're probably not. Well, Everyone's a good person. Then you're probably doing bad things. (laughs) (laughs) You shouldn't have to say it. You just show it, you know? And I feel like for me at first, in the beginning of my spiritual path, I felt like I had to really overdo it to convince myself. That's how, I think that's how a lot of it is. I think that's a lot of how it starts out Mm -hmm. as well. Because looking back at even just a year from now, I am a totally, completely different person. Night and day. Night and freaking day. You're non-binary. Was that a year ago? Mm, um, 
Almost two, I think. I don't really remember. I don't keep track. I'd love to have a podcast episode about that. Non-binary, but I think this episode's a little long. I mean, I kind of don't like when podcasts are short because I want more. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Also, I don't know really if we're gonna keep the beginning if it sounds bad. No, it sounds fine. We're gonna keep it like. I just I I like I said in the first episode I want this podcast to just be what it is. Mm-hmm. Mostly because you don't want to. You get what you get. <laughs> no, it's not because I don't want to edit it. It's because like we're showing. The whole point is to be raw. 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 <laughs> <laughs> raw and authentic. And sometimes the microphone is upside down. It's like the perfect metaphor for everything in life. Sometimes the microphone's upside down. And in the last episode, sometimes my microphone was too far away from my face and you couldn't hear a damn thing. And when you realize that something's wrong with the microphone, you fix it you and you fix move it. on. And you just keep trucking along. It's not the end of the world if your microphone is upside down or too close or too far away from your face. Okay, so let's recap. Recap. Compassion. This is the open heart recap. Can we make that a sound? Yeah. Okay. Uh, To recap, I think we need to, the point of this was to explain compassion and how to see the light in everyone, even if it's hard, and finding love for everything around you. That's pretty much all we talked about, right? Even when we talked about cancel culture and cultural it all relates back to that. it was all embodied in that, I think. Validation, it all comes back to love in your heart and compassion. And again, just to reiterate that I'm only speaking on my opinion and my own feelings of cultural appropriation. Everyone else has their own opinions and feels differently. That's just how I feel. And that's valid, too. Don't cancel me, please. I'm sensitive. <laughs> I just want to add real quick to what what you were saying with that is like it's okay to disagree with someone absolutely and like, that's something that i've really had to digest yeah. lately too i can disagree with someone and still value them as a person and have them in my life yeah before my brain was too one-sided and i thought like oh we disagree we're not going to get along done mm-hmm. but that's not that's not it disagreements are beautiful because it just shows that we're all our own person we're all individual and we're all different and wonderful in our own way and the reason there's so many disagreements is because like i said people genuinely feel like they're doing their best absolutely they think that every person thinks that they're doing the right thing for them in that moment they think that they're doing the right thing. And I think we need to see that and honor that and really feel that and meet that with love and compassion to the best that we can. I can just hear people in my head like, what about? What about, what about? Yes, what about? What about, about? Donald Trump or whatever? He's still, oh, I feel gosh. like. <laughs> Why do we, we have to bring there? him up on this it's podcast? It's just a good example. Everyone knows who he is. I'm just saying, even him and his awareness, he thinks he's doing the right thing. Or he wouldn't be doing it. Totally. And and I still completely despise the man and think <laughs> that he's evil. But he thinks he's doing the right thing. It's just two different realities. And so it's about meeting it with compassion. Fuck, I'm really regretting that I brought him up. <laughs> I just really have to pee and I have no filter. We have enough orange in the podcast. We don't need (laughs) more orange. And please don't cancel us for our tapestry. It was thrifted. I think it's cute. I think it's adorable. I love it. Is that all? Um, Let's end with Donald J. Trump. Ugh! Why did I bring him up? (laughs) Just to be clear, I don't like him. I don't like him. It was just a good example of someone. I don't like him, but I love him. Okay. Does that, that make sense? Yes, but I don't think we have enough to explain that. Am I going to get canceled for saying that? It's just because you lead with more love in your heart. I think for me, I don't, I wouldn't say I love him. I think just because I have a different sense of love than you do. You love everyone and everything. But for me, I just... 
understand that he thinks that he's doing what's right in his awareness, even though it's inhumane and illegal. He thinks that he's still doing the right thing. (laughs) Y'all know what I'm saying, right? If you don't, just move on. Move on, and I think we should move on. I think we should move on. I think we should bring this to a close before we start talking about politics. Oh, is that not what we're talking about on here? I feel like everything is political these days. Okay, you want to close it out? I'm literally about to pee myself. Okay, ready? From our heart to yours. Are we really making this a thing? Yeah. Every podcast is going to end with me having to pee myself and me not (laughs) wanting to do this. From From our our heart heart to yours, yours, this this is is the the Open open Heart heart Experience, experience. where we talk about Donald Trump. No, we don't. Thank you. That was a mistake. Goodbye.